Hello, welcome back to the podcast. It is day two of our Taiwan trip. Um, we are going to check out tomorrow from Taipei Hotel, our our Taipei Hotel. But we don't really know where we're going next. I have a rough idea. Again, it's it's my pattern of make stuff up as we go along kind of holiday but this time it's a little bit more challenging because you have four people in the entourage not just two and when it was just the wife and I in Japan <laughs> in October last year it was a lot easier now I have to accommodate two more people which is Isaac and Joy so it's a little bit more challenging to do these things by the seat of your pants but I'll figure it out we went to Chufen today uh, o, o Street you know the <clears throat> the place with uh, the very touristy street um, took us about 60 minutes to get there um, no more than that one and a half hours by bus. I was kind of trying to figure out whether I should get a car, get a cab. But I decided that the bus wasn't that difficult to do. It was quite a nice bus too. So we took a bus there. All four of us. It wasn't very expensive. And we spent the day at Chufen, um just walking the streets and uh, eating and buying stuff. Oh, our breakfast was um, eaten somewhere else. We had kind of a heavy brunch at, uh, was it Fu Hang? Fu Hang. Yeah. They sell, they sell Toujiang, which is soybean, like soybean milk. And, uh, you know, Yu Chakwe or Yu Tiao. And then the bread. In fact, it's very scary because it's basically all cups, right? It's, it's the it's the Yu Tiao sandwich between a giant piece of fried bread, so and an omelette inside. So it's it's very heavy. By the time we were done, we queued for half an hour. It's a very long queue. Apparently, it's a Michelin star uh, place. And then we ended up having uh, all of us at the same same set of. Uh, the bread and then the 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 egg and then the the yutiao. That's a lot of cups. Anyway, that was our our set. Uh, and the and of course the soya bean milk, the tojiang. And then we made our way to Jiufen to to do the touristy thing to the extent that even <laughs> Joy was saying, "Oh my, God, oh my goodness, we are doing the touristy thing." But, you know, you walk in knowing it's a touristy thing, it's a street of touristy things, but you still enjoy yourself because, you know, it's just, it's just an entertainment thing, right? So we eat a little bit of stuff here, eat a little bit of stuff there, walk into shops selling quaint things, things you don't need in life, but, you know, that you want. Um, the street's not very, the, the old street is not very crowded today. 
partly because it's a weekday, but I think partly because tourism hasn't fully ref- uh, returned to its full uh, potential, full force in Taiwan. You know, they just recently lifted the borders and yeah, not many tourists. Not not as crazy packed, I think, as Japan right now. Half of Singapore is in Japan right now in this current month of March. Uh, we did consider going there, but we decided not to go there because we've already been there as a couple and then we wanted to bring the children to a new place. So Taiwan was new to them. Yeah, but Chufen was very quiet to by, by Chufen standards, right? Anywho, um, we bought some things. Uh, I bought uh, like the Kiam Seng Tea, uh, you know, the sour plum stuff, the dried sour plums for Faith because she loves that stuff. Um, and there's nothing better, you know, than Taiwanese sour plums. Yeah, the, they make the best ones. And um, Taiwan is like that, I feel. Like shopping is always about food. I don't really feel that we have a lot of things to buy. Just for all food. We also bought some tea, uh, Ali San tea, which is a very touristy thing to buy, but I'm very fond of tea. So uh, I tasted them like, and I like the, I like the one that, that comes from Ali San because it's very light and fragrant because it's grown in the higher parts of Taiwan, uh, of Ali San mountain, right? And you can't buy it really easily outside of Taiwan. So I bought some tea and, uh, at one point, uh, we we went to a sort of a side street in Tiofen, not the main street. And Joy had her name, Chinese name, kind of drawn uh, on a calligraphy ati fati thing. The lady does these things, right? This uh, the lady that runs the store. So Joy got that done. Um, at one point. Um, before we entered the store, Joy was asking us, what should we, what should we write? You know, what should I get the lady here to, to write for my, my art piece? Right? Should I just put my name? Or should I put like some meaningful thing? Then I suggested some things like, um, uh, what is it called? Um, you know, like all this. <laughs> Very corny stuff that you say during Chinese New Year. <laughs> and then Isaac, he walks past and he says, Woman Pui Yang. Somebody else, another tourist that happened to walk by, you know, burst out laughing. Because that comes from a song, right? It's a very, it's a very famous song and it's a little bit abing, I feel. Woman <laughs> Pui Yang. It's such a stupid thing to write. If you really gonna do a calligraphy and have that written on on your piece of art, young, we are not the same. <laughs> it's damn corny. <laughs> Jeez. My son can be quite funny sometimes. But anyway, um Joy decided just to have a name, uh in Chinese name written on the card. Um <laughs> I pulled out the notes file where I write down all the names of our kids 
I said, if you need any help writing your Chinese name, I have the text here. And Joyce said, no, I don't need it. I know my own name. <laughs> yeah, it's my fault. That gave them a very difficult to write Chinese name. But anyway, um, as they were doing the, you know, she wanted to watch the lady draw her name and everything. So uh, even though the lady said, you can, you can go somewhere else and wait, or we have seats here, you can sit down and wait for me to finish it. I said, no, Joy wants to watch it watch her do it because she's very into art right herself she's an artist herself so she likes to watch other artists work and she wanted to film she wanted to film it um, apparently they got to talking and uh, the lady said uh, yeah times have been pretty hard since the pandemic uh, they 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 suffered for two years yeah, and a lot of the stores in that street um, closed down um, that's what Three years, huh? Yeah, three years of pandemic. That's that's my wife in the background. We're in the room right now. So, yeah, three years of the pandemic really, really affected Chufen, Old Street. And the street that she in particular was at was closed. Uh, a lot of, many of the many of the stores closed down. Um, and uh, now things are picking up. But where she's at is a bit of the quiet side of the street. It's not really the main street. Main Street is very popular, but she said, I can't afford the rent there. It's about 100,000 Taiwan dollars, which works out to be about five grand. And it's a lot of money, um, you know, to cough up uh, by Taiwan standards. So she chose the quieter, you know, to stay where she is, the quieter part of the street, um, where she pays less rent. It makes sense, I mean, if you if you don't think it, it's, you know, uh, affordable to pay $5,000 a month, Singapore dollars, or 100,000 Taiwan dollars a month for a street that's still finding its legs. It's not really uh, fully, fully, you know, in full swing yet. Um, yeah, you're just burning money. So it's, it's pretty rough. Um, my very empathetic youngest daughter felt so bad for this stallholder, she said, I, I felt like buying more things from her. And I said, yeah, well, you know, it's nice that you feel this way, but I'm sure they'll find their their feet eventually when the tourism returns. And it is, you can tell it's returning. But really, Chufen is not not as crowded as, you, are you, you know, a few years back I was here, it is you can't even walk. Today, we went there, we could walk, we could shop in peace. So I guess we kind of came at the right time. But yeah, things are not full in full swing yet. La. Taiwan is one of the few last few countries that um, opened their borders properly. So I think they're just just at the beginning of their, of their tourism uh, return. It's not like Japan, you know, where it's full, full swing right now. So yeah. Um, and then we had some coffee at a at a very fancy coffee joint called Chilif. I don't know how to pronounce C H I C H L I V. I don't know how to pronounce it. And I read an article about this coffee joint. Uh, it's opened by a very famous barista in 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 Taiwan, and I think this is his second branch. And when he opened it, it was like pandemic hit, so <laughs> it's really really bad timing. Uh, but it's still there. I walked past and I was like, hey, it's open. So we all went in there and had fancy coffee. 
they are known for their um, let me see if I got it right bamboo charcoal jiu fen latte it's a black a very black looking coffee latte and they're also well known for the latte art so basically um, the the owner of the joint is some kind of uh, latte art winner award winner and then he's very very famous for doing latte art and his uh, outlets the the baristas are very good at latte art so i'll post a video on my ig stories if you want to see um, what i ordered uh, it's not very expensive like the coffee here i mean by taiwan standards it's a bit high but um, it's kind of like fancy coffee price but the coffee was very good and you know me lah i won't drink anything that's like not good because i'm the kind of person that travels with his own coffee when i you know go overseas so yeah uh we went to visit this place i didn't purposely go and look for it i kind of read about it then when i walked past hey it's here let's go in you know let's have ten dollar coffee <laughs> fancy latte art yeah well, everyone enjoyed their drinks the rest of them had like non-caffeinated stuff like mocha and hot chocolate because uh, I don't think at 4pm you want to be drinking caffeine. Unlike me, lah, doesn't affect me at all. Yeah. Yeah. So Jufen was a full day. Um, we, took, we took the bus back to Taipei and then um, we were thinking should we go back to the hotel then go to the night market which night market should we go? In the end, we just went straight to the night market uh, from Chufen and we chose to go to, uh, what's that place called? Um, uh, Ningxia, right? Ningxia night market. Because Shiling is the famous one, right? Shiling, everyone goes, that's the main, uh, the biggest night market. But even my front desk manager of my hotel said, look, the food's better at Ningxia. And Shilin is just a very touristy spot. And I've been to Shilin myself and I concur. So I told the family, I said, let's go and look for food at Ningxia. And it's a smaller night market compared to the big, big boys. But the food is really, really good. So we just basically ate our way through the market. You know, this is how you, you do Taiwanese night markets, right? You buy something here, you eat, then you walk. Then you buy something else, you eat. So you're not supposed to eat a lot. And it's good to be in a team of four because it's just four of us. <laughs> because then you share the food and you can taste more things. If you're alone or you have two people only, you tend to kind of run out of steam very early on because there's no way you can eat that much food. But when there's four adults, you can try more stuff. So we had like beef cubes, right? We had, we had like beef steak uh, cubes. That was really, really good. So much so that Isaac came back and bought another round. Um, we had this famous uh, Michelin star yam ball with uh, egg yolk in it. That's pretty good. And then uh, what else did we have? We had like a croquette, potato croquette, swimming in cheese. <laughs> that one the wife bought. <laughs> my, my helper... Marian saw the picture and said, that doesn't look very healthy. I said, nothing in this night market is healthy. <laughs> Taiwanese street food, you got to be kidding me. Nothing here is healthy. It's just, it's all unhealthy street food. 
but it's 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 fun to eat and it's okay in moderation. So, and you're sharing four people, so it's good. It's fine. So we ate our way through the street. Um, uh, we had a oh, there was this very nice roast pork trotter that Isaac stumbled upon. That was pretty good too. Yeah. So lots and lots of food. I think we we kind of made up for the lack of protein in the morning because we had like the fritters, the utel, and the bread. There was a whole lot of carbs. <laughs> when we came to the night market, we kind of ended up doing the other thing. Everything was protein or meat. But I, I just took little bites of everything because I, I, I no longer can eat the way my teenagers can eat. So um, I was very careful no, not to overeat. But yeah, the food's awesome at uh, uh, Ningxia uh, Night Market. I think it is uh, underrated um, Night Market because it's so much smaller. Uh, before we went home, uh, we played some of the cheesy <laughs> cheesy games. There's some stalls where you can play games and win prizes, right? And I was just telling the kids, I said, if you guys were like six years, seven years younger, you'd be like bugging me to play, you know, all these stupid ass games to win dumb prizes. But now you're all grown up. So I don't think you'll be bugging me anymore. But in the end, we still ended up playing. I, I played a sort of like a airsoft guns, uh, shooting balloons. <laughs> so Isaac and I shot some balloons and uh, won a small prize for Joy. She was very delighted <laughs> with her prize. <laughs> And we were just happy to shoot airsoft guns and balloons. I got 9 out of 10, okay? Uh, almost, almost, almost marks men already. <laughs> but yeah, that was fun. And uh, after the whole day at, at the Jiufen uh, Old Street and Ningxia uh, Nine Market, I thought, yeah, I think we can go home now. We have shown the, the children a little bit of Taipei. The touristy stuff anyway. And then uh, we all went home. So went back to the hotel room um, and <laughs> packed away our shopping haul. <laughs> Thank goodness I brought an extra bag. So yeah, day two only and here we are with a whole bunch of <coughs> shopping done. And <coughs> eaten our way through two very famous tourist attractions. But that's how it is in Taipei, la, you know. Uh, it's all food. It's uh, nature and food. That's the best way to enjoy Taipei, really. Okay, um, I'm going to sleep. We have a early day tomorrow. Um, <clears throat> truth be told, I'm not exactly sure where we're going tomorrow. Uh, I think it's Hualien, but they just had an earthquake this morning, a mild one. Uh, I don't know. I think <laughs> we'll just go and should be okay. La. Yes, yes. Welcome to the Mr. Brown School of Travel. The we do not know where we are going tomorrow kind of uh, travel. Yeah, <laughs> we just got to hop onto the train and go. That's the way we do it. Okay, chat you tomorrow. Um, sleepy already, very tired. And I have some. 58% Kao Liang in me, so I'm a little bit drowsy. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>